Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another, and I do mean this, guys, another exciting podcast here today, live from the studio. I'm in a chipper mood today because we've got T and Monica up in the studio. And of course, we've got Arthur and Addison in the studio as well as they get prepared to give us their reports and what they want to talk about on today's podcast. I'm excited, guys, to bring you guys another exciting podcast because, you know, this is something we do right and i try to make sure that we give you guys enough time uh when or give you guys enough content that is so that way we prevail and give you guys another exciting uh podcast today so it's a wonderful wonderful monday uh over the weekend t monica how was y'all's weekend they nine they said pretty well we we were in the studio uh pretty much uh, a little bit of the weekend right because as you guys know we're filming right and we announced very very excited not super super excited we announced uh when well, a couple months ago we announced that we're going to be doing a sequel uh to street style if you guys don't know you guys can see street style a new york culture available right now on amazon prime and also on 2b tv now so we announced it yesterday of course street style homecoming the sequel it was going to be a production this february i'm super super stoked about that because we all knew this was coming right everybody knew that we were going to be doing a a part two if you will we just had to uh get the budget (laughs) and that's far and foremost get the networks on board and there are they're on board and we're ready to go so february we're heading back to new york city i cannot wait we're going to be doing this documentary is going to be different right because we we already wrote scripts and with documentaries we we have a script but we don't necessarily have to follow through uh with the script necessarily but i'm super excited because you know we're going back to new york city first and foremost we're filming it a little bit different like we did um if you've seen the first one, you know how the first one was filmed, guys. But of course, in this sequel, we're going to be doing something a little bit different just to kind of div- have a little bit of difference when it comes down to um, our documentary style. Um, there's going to be more elements into this second one. Um, it's going to be epic. I-, I can say that enough without getting too overconfident. I, this this second one's going to be epic. That's all I'm going to say on it right now. I'm very, very excited. I'm very, very excited to travel back to New York because when we went to New York, I enjoyed so much of it. And I, me and my brother was talking, Ryan, because he's uh, he's starring in the, in the first documentary, him and my friend Harmony. They're the stars, quote unquote. Um, we were talking about it. And we sat down and we realized and we said, hey, we didn't really cover everything in the first trip right there was so much that we wanted to do and we couldn't get down to it based off the filming schedule so 
I feel like in the second one, we'll have to do those things that we didn't do in the first movie to kind of do it on the second part of the documentary. So can't wait. Super excited. February is coming up, whether we like it or not, because that's around the corner. That's only two months away. I'm excited. I'm super, super excited for uh, things to come. And, you know, just I'm I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for the, the future making of that. Speaking, we've been on set. Once Upon a Time in Atlanta is a new film that we're working on right now. We've been on set for that one. Of course, it's animated. See, uh, it's an animated film. So, you know, we've been in the studio uh, voice doing some voice work over the weekend. And it's been fun. It's been very, very fun to see us in the studio do some voice work and to really get that out there for sure. So we're guys, we're filming a lot. I feel like Tyler Perry right right now. I feel like and I, I ain't trying to compare myself to him because he's, he's up there. But of course, when he's doing these movies for Prime, you we all know he signed that four movie deal with Amazon Prime. Of course, up his four, uh, he got four movies that he wants to plan. And he's writing right now for Amazon Prime. I kind of feel, kind of feel like he's feeling right because you you know you you got two movies. I already got two movies out on Prime. Of course, we've got the Dragonstone of Lannister coming out for Prime very very soon, and then of course, Once Upon a Time in Atlanta. So I kind of feel for him right the pressure's on guys but i love it i enjoy every last minute of it um congratulations to tyler perry i know he probably don't know who we are klp entertainment but tyler perry if you're watching or listening to the podcast you know i'm a director myself so if you want me to come on set and just kind of give you a story i got some stories to tell but congratulations for him of course amazon to spend one billion dollars into the studio when i saw this news t i got really excited because i kind of feel like again it's not me i'm not bragging about us even though we need our flowers i'm not bragging about us on our show but like it feels good when you see something from prime video or amazon studios and you're you're on that network as well you kind of feel part of the family a little bit so very very excited that uh amazon studios is spending one billion dollars to make more video content for their streaming networks and now that we're on that network too now we're not a part of that one billion dollar plan right i wish but we kind of feel like we're, we're part of that that family a little bit we 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 we're, we're a part of it a little bit because we're kind of into it right i'm excited for that as well as much as i am excited for christmas of course we've got christmas coming around the corner good day, good time for us to take some time off and to do some war filming right because you know, filming doesn't stop it doesn't stop for us but spending time with the family spending time with my friends this christmas shopping for my friends and my squad this year has been very very fun i gotta finish my christmas shopping um but we pretty much got it done for the most part now let's get on to what we need to talk about here today and I got to talk about it, right? I've got to talk about this show that premiered, want to say, a couple of weekends back. And this is a show that I recommend. And I, my sister called me la- uh, the other night while I was watching this, as I get my notes here for for sure, because I want I don't want to mess up this 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 show. Um, but my sister called me, and she said, you know, hey Lucas, what you, what you doing? And I said, yeah, I'm just getting. And this was a, a day I was leaving. I got home from the office. And it was the day, it was the other day, I had a, a splitting headache because we were in the studio too. We were in the, I had office and then the studio. So I've been in front of a computer pretty much all day, either working on spreadsheets, working on budgeting or animating something. I have been busy. I like to stay busy, 
but I got to remember to myself to not stare in front of my computer so much, right? Because my glasses, which God knows I need a new eye exam that's coming up very soon for me. I need some new spectacles, right? I need to get glasses where it has the blue light thing in the glasses. So if I'm in front of the computer, it turns kind of blue and it doesn't hurt my eyes and my head. That's a whole nother thing. Of course, we've got insurance with KLP Entertainment. Um, so yes, I'm going to go get my eye exam redone because my eyes are pretty, pretty, pretty good, but pretty bad. So anyway, I got home. I, I cooked some, some plant-based fish fillets. Oh, very, very good. From Guardian. Guardian, if I pronounce that right, T, give me a thumbs up. But Guardian, oh, they're scrumptious, guys. They're scrumptious. Now, if you go, you can go to Kroger. Now, I have a topic, but if you go to Kroger and you pick up Guardian pick up the fish fillets pick up the fish fillets and put it in your air fryer oh i swear to you guys it's the best thing since sliced bread i i gotta give that to you guardian of course is kind of a plant plant um, plant-based type of company that does plant-based type foods i like the plant-based uh, fish fillets and i you know put we'll put it in an air fryer scrumptious um so i had that took a shower got into my my night clothes and you know, I got really, really sick, not from the food, but my head was hurting because I was looking into, I was looking into the, uh, my computer pretty much all day. And I was watching this show and it's also called Gossip Girl. I know, I know a lot of people said, Kennedy, what you doing watching Gossip Girl? I am not, I do not feel ashamed. I am not guilty that I like these type of shows. We all know it's on HBO Max right now. Season 2 is now available as ongoing series. And I like... This is why I'm never going to get rid of my HBO Max. Because number one, it comes with my phone plan. Shout out to AT&T. Not a sponsor, but if they want to sponsor me, please do. But I like HBO Max because they have the shows. They have all the things that I like. Now, of course, IMDb gives it a 5.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 69%. So it's not an A. I get it. But this is a show that you you want to sit down and you want to watch because you really do enjoy it. Right? I enjoy the, the drama side of it and the outlandish, crazy characters that are in this show. Of course, if you guys don't know, Gossip Girl is about... Uh, of course, it's American teen drama streaming on the television developer, and it's developed by Joshua Suffren on HBO Max. Of course, uh, it's it's a show that is about drama, and you've got these these uh, these ladies, these young ladies in high school. They want to become popular, right? You have all these these. Well, in season one, they had a group that was popular, but then they got some secrets, right? Of course, you've got uh, to play Andre Hope. Max and um and Evan or, or or Kino Aki they all they're in a, a love triangle, right? In season two, uh, of course you've got uh, Zon Morano to play Luna, and of course Whitney Peck to play Zoya, and of course Jordan Alexander to play Julian Calloway. Of course now Julian was the the head 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 in charge of of the squad in season one, but her secret comes out, and you know she has some problems with her dad and. Now, in season two, she wants to do things for a greater good, right? She doesn't want to pertain so much 
for the, the the throne of being popular in high school now this was a private school this is a private school they go to because they're a bunch of rich kids rich kids um i want to say except zoya uh the character zoya because you know her and her father comes from humble beginnings right you know they're doing their thing and you know they're humbly going she's humbly going to the school he's humbling working of course but then the drama comes out because of gossip girl now gossip girl was started in the in, there was an older series of gossip girl back in the day we all know but with this new one now the the teachers become gossip girl of course as we get the uh uh tevi Gavinson to play kate keller miss keller she's kind of the ringleader of gossip girl so she is walking around and she's she's spying on these kids seeing what these kids are doing and she's spilling the tea as gossip girl and now at gossip girl is this anonymous type of blog that all these kids at this private school reads on instagram they, they really use instagram a lot in this season too and i think instagram this is a smart business for instagram right because obviously hbo max has to say okay you're using our name we want a piece of that pie right so uh, of course with that uh as the uh ladies become more kind of famous but they're, they're trying to spread a good line on that of course you've got miss savannah lee smith to play monet dahan she's one of my favorite characters let me tell you why because she's sassy she's smart she is so smart now i say that because when she was under julian the character um played by jordan alexander she was under there trying to help julian stay popular stay relevant because it's all about branding right and this is a great twist for instagram too monica because now they're using instagram as influencers we all know everybody's an influencer i have it on my instagram listed as a public figure myself so i know about trying to do influence work and keep it uh influence when it comes to business right so now now that stuff comes in right it comes in for that and now savannah lee smith's character monet now she wants to crown right and it's episode two spoiler alert for a lot of people who didn't see the show yet season two she takes the crown right it's like a, it's almost like it's almost like monet has formed a cult we all know what a cult is right you know it's a group uh an organization that comes together and the followers follow the leader right she monet enhances that at this school it's so crazy because this only happened this was a private school now if this shit happened in real life in public school i'd be like bitch who are you you know but since this is only it's a it's a tv show everybody's following monet's trend whether it's her, her dress code whether it's what she's wearing how she thinks how she wants the school to run her ray you know everybody's doing that of course she comes out in season two episode two i want to say she comes out at this um this little masquerade thing or at least she tries to but then it fails her parents are very rich too but there's a kind of a reputation that she's trying to uphold with her and her folks we've got julian to move into into zoya's house right because she leaves her dad her dad's been in some some troubling thing her dad is played by um luke kirby so it's just one of those things that it, this show it's it's funny right i can't recommend that this is the best show ever right I, i'm not gonna sit here on the show and tell you guys that but if you want to laugh at these crazy characters and these just wild ideas that the creative writers put into this show this is a good one right um i don't want to say that this is better than the the old 2008 2009 version of the show 
because I saw I saw that show back in the day, but I can't really recall the older show. I can only recall this kind of reboot there. What I really want to see, and we do, the story between Aki, Audrey, and Max. Of course, those are the three friends that now become couples, right? You know, they're in this, um, of course, uh, I, I don't know the, the, the term of it, but comment below what's the term where you have more than two people in a relationship is it just called a relationship let me know because i i don't know the term for that but i do want to see how far that they're going to go within their relationship because in the first two seasons or first two episodes audrey and aki they were a little bit nervous coming out to school coming out to gossip girl coming out to their parents right but then max wants them to come out as as a trio right but in the first couple of episodes that it gets a little rocky and i feel like with that relationship it's gonna get a little rocky towards the end of the season yeah so it, it this this show is, is 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 crazy it's kooky it's a little bit extra right it's a lot of extra adding uh acting to it that's like like exorbitant a little bit but it's funny to me um but again it is a show i watch it and you know it's 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 a show that you really want to watch it because you stay you're you're more engaged I like these characters, right? Everybody. I can't pick. Well, okay, Monet's my favorite. Now, first, because this is not a race car job, but first, she's black and she's smart, so obviously, she's gonna be my favorite character. Um, and she knows marketing, right? I got a bachelor's degree in marketing, so when she, Samantha Smith, her character, when she talks about influencing in a marketing way, I kind of get kind of excited because, like. Yeah, she knows. She knows how marketers do, business marketing people do. So, um, but besides Monet's character, Samantha uh, Savannah Smith's character, I like everybody. I like all the characters. I really like how engaging they are. I can't wait to see more of this, right? And this is another show alongside with the Sex Lives of College Girls. These are the shows that keeps me engaged, right? And I like it when they're ongoing, right? We're going to see more episodes. So we'll wait and see. Uh, how this story unfolds i cannot wait for it as well because that's going to be quite quite exciting for sure now we've got addison up in the studio of course she's going to give us our hip-hop news of today take it away addison travis scott was spotted delivering a previously unannounced club performance and dj set while in miami for this year's art basel festival in a clip obtained by tmz the Houston rapper was captured on stage at E11 Even, the same night spot where Offset delivered his first performance since Takeoff's death earlier in the week. The video starts out with Travis Scott performing the first verse of Sicko Mode before pausing his show to address a drunk fan who had made his way onto the stage. You on stage like a moofucker, he can be heard saying while remaining completely calm. Come on. Come on. No bystander rule. The cell phone footage continues with La Flame rapping highest in the room before stepping into the booth to briefly take over for his DJ, Chase B. The club performance reportedly took place on Saturday, December 3rd, the same day Travis Scott was scheduled to pay homage to friend and collaborator Virgil Abloh at the Mirror Mirror Music Festival. The concert, which took place at the FPL Solar Amphitheater at Bayfront Park in downtown Miami, was curated by Benji B and produced by Virgil Abloh Securities and served as a fundraiser for the Virgil Abloh Foundation, which launches in 2023. Benji B and Skepta also joined Scott as co-headliners. 
Virgil had the ability to bring everyone together to create magic. Shannon Abloh, the fashion designer's wife and CEO of Virgil Abloh Securities, said ahead of the festival. With his close collaborators, we wanted to bring everyone together to celebrate Virgil his legacy, his passion, and his care for others. He believed his real work was championing others, and we will continue his work supporting youth in the arts with the launch of the Virgil Abloh Foundation in 2023. Last month Travis Scott sparked further excitement for his long-awaited Utopia album, with an appearance that left some fans believing the project may be around the corner. While headlining day two of the 2022 Primavera Sound Festival in Chile, the Cactus Jack rapper had the privilege of performing in front of one of his favorite artists. Toward the end of his set, he took a moment to salute Bjork, who also performed at the festival, and praised the Grammy-nominated Icelandic singer as one of his biggest inspirations. Despite him butchering the pronunciation of her name, which is pronounced Bjork, Travis Scott's love for Bjork fueled speculation surrounding his eagerly anticipated fourth album. Eagle-eyed fans noticed the Volta vocalist previously released an album titled Utopia on November 24, 2017, sparking theories that Travis' upcoming LP will drop on the same date this year. I'm Addison Hayden with your hip-hop news. Thank you, Addison, for that hip-hop news of the day. Y'all like what she's doing? Guys, uh, I'm proud of you both, Addison and Arthur. You guys have been doing really, really well. Now, Arthur, you got us 1,000 views on that that Super Mario Brothers uh, video review. So thank you for that. That was very, very fantastic. So they're going to be more. They're going to be more back into the studio, guys. We just got to get into it. Now, coming up next, we got to talk about it. Our elephant of the room, ladies and gentlemen. This is more of a story. Now, this was brought to you by the wonderful The Breakfast Club because they had this as their donkey of the day. Shout out. She doesn't know me, but shout out to Angela Yee. Of course, I, I listened to The Breakfast Club religiously. And of course, Friday was her last day on The Breakfast Club. So again, Breakfast Club, they don't know me. I remember meeting DJ Envy in New York. He probably don't remember that we didn't we met but i just asked for a picture it wasn't like a hey hey bro but congratulations to the breakfast club uh congratulations to angela yee she has her own show i'm excited to hear more of that again i say congratulations from your radio people down here in atlanta they don't know who we are that's fine i get it but i always like to come on the show and give give my congratulations to i can't even say my fellow radio podcasters radio show host because again i i can't com- compare myself to the breakfast club i just can't but this was their uh donkey of the day and of course this is my elephant of the room goes out to cassandra and i probably butcher her last name wrong Gutierrez. give me a thumbs up if i pronounce that right of course this was a woman that stabbed a 42 year old man for allegedly not helping her with the bills now guys this is a very scary situation right um first of all i never go for 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 somebody who only likes me for my money right that's a big no-no guys we we can pick up on these things but sometimes as as gentlemen we we can't pick up on them right we were so love blinded by the beauty of of someone right and then it turns out they have a vendetta they have an agenda that say hey i'm only screwing with him or her because of their money right so this was kind of the same thing 
I felt I took notes from this, of course. Uh, she goes out with this 42 year old man, probably her boyfriend, probably her husband, you know, goes out. They have a heated argument because uh, the man cannot afford to pay her bills. So she goes out and she stabs him, right? This has been one of the craziest stories that I've read today because this happened, right? It happened for real life. And now he was bleeding to death. And now she's have a bond of $70,000. Now, you best believe if you can't afford to pay your bills right now, you definitely can't afford that $75,000 bond that you got. Um, this is a big no-no for, for a lot of people. Uh, I think she was crazy, right? I, I know a lot of people... And a lot of people in my lifetime would say, hey, we, I'm going through something, right? And I, I try to, first of all, I try to hear people out when they're going through something, right? But I got to remember to myself that we're, we're all going through it, right? Everybody in Charlemagne the God said it the best on The Breakfast Club. Inflation and this recession is kicking our ass right now. It's kicking everybody's ass. Everybody had to let go of some things. Everybody had to sell some things. Some people ain't got jobs today because of inflation and COVID. A lot of people are losing a lot of stuff, right? So I feel for people in general when they say they're going for going through something, but we're all going through it. It's not worth shooting somebody down. Now, Charlemagne the God said this, and I kind of agree with him. If you want somebody, and this is, I, I agree with what he said, but it's kind of sad that you think that way. <laughs> if you want somebody with money to take care of you, well, honey, you need a sugar daddy, sugar mama. That's what you need. It's bad that you, and it's, it's bad, but good, because a lot of people do, a lot of people have sugar mamas, a lot of people do sugar daddies, people do OnlyFans online to get some money, right? I ain't hating, right? You got to get it how you can. You doing what you got to do. But you really want to know somebody, you really want to like somebody, really get to know somebody for their personality, not just, oh, how much money you got? I saw this thing on TikTok, and I know this uh, this girl. She was just doing the TikTok. She doesn't believe in this, but you know, she took a no. So it was a guy and a girl. It was boyfriend and girlfriend in real life, but they wanted to do kind of a swoop TikTok. I saw this monoclub last night that it was where the guy took the girl out to dinner, and it was a blind date, and the guy had asked them like, "Hey, what do you look for in in a man?" And the the woman would say. I'm looking for my, my nails to be done. I'm looking for that payment to be done. I'm looking for my bills to be paid, my, my insurance, my car note, my rent. My man needs to pay for all my foods, all my clothes. Mm -mm. I can't roll that way, right? And it's probably, you know, I can't roll that way, right? Because I've met women who, who wanted these things and I ended it real quick because I'm not, I'm not here to be your sugar daddy. I'm not here to pay for everything and have me go broke while you looking fly can't do it you can get your own nails done right so it's just one of those things that we we in our generation some women i say some some women in our generation want everything to be taken care of by their significant other and they don't want to have to work for anything now with me over the years i've learned that i worked hard for for my things right and I never had to, I never asked anybody to take care of my stuff, right? I learned the value of a dollar. I learned the value of going to work, buying things that I want in retains because I worked hard for it. I didn't have to ask my girlfriend for it. I didn't have to ask my family members for it. 
right so it's just one of those things that it happened and this is kind of the same scenario with this woman she went in thinking that hey he's gonna pay for everything but this woman's crazy because now that he can't now he's getting stabbed by this crazy woman i think she's batshit crazy if you ask me and maybe she deserves prison right uh that seventy-five thousand dollar bond that she has you probably won't have it you probably you because you can't you were expecting the man to take care of your stuff you ain't gonna have it so it's just one of those things that it's just we have to be careful in our situation guys and women you know women if you like these beautiful women men if you like these beautiful women not saying women crazy because men crazy too we we are crazy i just want to put that on record right now monica because i see you giving me that look we men are crazy let me just bring that up. men are crazy and let me tell you man these women are smart they smart as hell I will go on record and say women are smarter than men. I will say that. Cold heartedly. Women are smart. Smarter than, than, than men. So this woman is crazy. She stabbed the man uh, profusely because he couldn't afford to take care of her. And now she's in jail. And now he's getting hurt. So I, I never understood it. But that's what's going on for sure. Coming up next, of course, we've got Arthur up in the studio. He's going to talk about our sports news on this wonderful podcast. Arthur, what we got today, man? The Kansas City Chiefs are hard to beat. Unless you're the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals beat the Chiefs twice last season, including in the AFC Championship game, and came back on Sunday to get another win over Kansas City. The Bengals made some mistakes but didn't back down, winning after trailing by seven going into the fourth quarter. Cincinnati came up with a number of clutch plays in the fourth quarter to beat the Chiefs, just as they did in the regular season last year, and in the postseason too. The Bengals are 8-4 after the 27-24 win over the Chiefs and in good position to steal the AFC North title away from the Baltimore Ravens, who saw Lamar Jackson go down with a knee injury on Sunday. The Bengals made the Super Bowl last season. They might be even better this season, and the win over the Chiefs is a sign they're peaking at the right time. The Bengals had chances to build a big lead after a fast start. But a few key mistakes kept the Chiefs in the game. On a fourth and one deep in Chiefs territory, the Bengals decided to go for it. Instead of sneaking it ahead, which is a high percentage play in that situation, the Bengals ran a jet sweep from left to right. Chiefs defensive lineman Carlos Dunlap shot through the line and tackled it for an immediate loss. The momentum of the game changed after that. In the third quarter, with the Chiefs leading 17-14, the Bengals dialed up a great play call on third down, getting Tyler Boyd on a wheel route after a pick by Jamar Chase got him open. And was Boyd ever open? There was nobody within five yards him when Joe Burrow's pass was in the air. And Boyd dropped it. There was no other reason than Boyd blew it. Nobody was around. The pass was fine. The sun wasn't in his eyes. It just went through his hands. Kansas City scored what seemed to be a huge touchdown later in the third quarter. The Chiefs surprisingly went for it on fourth and goal at the Bengals' three-yard line. The game was 17-17 but the Chiefs didn't want to just break the tie. Patrick Mahomes dropped back, 
then ran up the middle. He jumped and stretched the ball over the goal line just before he got hit and fumbled for a huge touchdown. That's the point in which many teams would fold against the Chiefs. Kansas City is a great team with a world-class quarterback and opponents seem to wilt when there's some pressure against them, or they make a few mistakes. But the Bengals clearly aren't intimidated by Kansas City, and they never wavered. The Bengals were down 24-17 going into the third quarter, but got a field goal and then a big play on defense. Bengals linebacker Jermaine Pratt ripped the ball away from Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and the Bengals recovered. After that, Burrow hit Chris Evans for an 8-yard touchdown pass and the lead. The Chiefs obviously weren't done at that point, but the Bengals had taken their punch and came right back. The Chiefs had a chance to tie but Harrison Butker missed a field goal wide right. After that Kansas City could have gotten the ball back with a chance to tie or win, but Chase made a big play to get a first down on third and five. That came with less than three minutes left. Then T. Higgins sealed the win with a 14-yard catch on third and 11, just after the two-minute warning. Usually it's the Chiefs making plays like that, or watching opponents give them breaks like missed field goals. The Bengals are the one team the Chiefs can't figure out lately. Kansas City can win a Super Bowl, but it doesn't want to see the Bengals again in January. Thank you, Arthur, for that sports news. It's always good to talk about sports, right? Because I, I, I genuinely enjoy sports. Uh, I've been watching. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching NFL lately. If you ask me what sport I've been watching, oh, I did see the World Series. Yes, I'm watching the World Series and a little bit of football this time around. So can't wait. Moving on, this is more of a gaming-related type of news because we're getting ready for the wonderful Game Awards this Thursday. I cannot wait. Um, I was going to do a live stream, but turns out I actually have to be in the office <laughs> on Thursday. So um, I'm going to watch the Game Awards, and I, we're probably going to talk about it on Beyond Swanky Podcast later on this week, possibly, um, because I do want to talk about the Game Awards. I know a lot of YouTubers are going to talk about their, their scope and how they feel about the Game Awards. I get very excited for the Game Awards because I did do a video. Go check it out on our YouTube. I did my nominations video where I nominated some people, or I voted, rather. Um, I voted some game categories in that video. That was a, a um, KLP double take, I want to say, T. I can't remember. But go check that video out because that video is quite interesting. I enjoyed doing that one. Um, so the Game Awards is very excited because we do have Game of the Year. My vote, I'll say it on the show, my vote for Game of the Year is God of War Ragnarok. I played it a lot yesterday. It was very, very fun. I got up to the point where Kratos gets his spear, right? They go to the Forger, and the lady makes the spear for him. And, of course, Atreus, he comes back home from Asgard. So that's how far I've gotten. I know a lot of people beating the game already. Hey, we, we're filming. I run a business, so I don't have time to play video games all day, every day. But that's my vote. God of War Ragnarok, my vote for Game of the Year. But, of course, we've got this news that came out. And I just wanted to talk about it here on the show here today. Of course, Metal Gear Solid remake exclusively in development for PlayStation 5. That's a rumor. Of course, rumor that has been excluded. Um, excuse me. Rumor has it that an exclusive Metal Gear Solid PlayStation 5 remake is in the works for... Uh, you'll, excuse me. You'll be forgiven for... Being confused, but all the Metal Gear Solid rumor, remake rumors 
Uh, so here's a brief refresher. Of course, recent reports indicate that Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater will be uh, remade. And there's a reason to believe that this might be true. The latest rumor, courtesy of the Spanish site, um, Era, Era Junglets? Ooh, if I pronounced that right, give me a thumbs up. Claims that the original Metal Gear Solid is being remade for PlayStation 5. Uh, of course, should we expect um, Metal Gear Solid PlayStation 5 remake at the Game Awards? Possibly, right? Game Game Awards is the show not only that they nominate um, in, they nominate and, and announce game winners for games, but the Game of the Year is a show that Jeff Keighley said, okay, all of the exclusive interviews exclusive content that's coming exclusive trailers exclusive announcements that can be made at the game awards so i get very very jittered when when i see things like this right because i know we're going to be getting a lot right i know we're going to be getting some stuff right <clears throat> we're going to get it we're going to get it um, we're going to get all these trailers that we probably wasn't looking for but then now it's there we're probably going to get an updated progress on some of the things I'm, I'm excited. Of course, the Metagear Solid remake has been development for a number of years, and Demon, like Demon's Souls, is completely remade for PlayStation 5. The website source claims that the game will be announced soon, causing Aria Jungnas, I probably butchered that name wrong, to pull the trigger. The website states that it didn't want to cite on this information in case the remake gets announced at the Game Awards 2022. Of course, a lot of people will speculate that they don't want any regrets if they were wrong um i'm excited i'm very very excited for that um metal gear solid has been a game that i played um i like the older metal gear solids i didn't like the newer metal gear solids what was that um ground zero and survival uh and the phantom pain those metal gear solids i just could i played it right um the phantom pain the phantom pain was okay ground zero was like eh, i don't know if I'm, I'm digging this right because i liked the older metal gear solid games right so maybe this remake is for the best right um i hope i really do hope that we get metal gear solid remake i want to see a lot at the game awards not trying to get off topic here but i want to see a lot i want to see metal gear solid i want to see splinter cell right they did say that they're working on it it's probably going to be some years before we see an official release. But I would be shocked if they would Splinter Cell. I'll be shocked if they give us a little something at the Game Awards. Right? When it comes to PlayStation's IP, I want to see more. Right? I want to see a new Sly Cooper game. Now, do we think we're going to get that at the Game Awards? Probably not. I'd be surprised if we do. But I want to see more IPs. Right, I want to see what's coming up next. Now, PlayStation got some, right? We were definitely going to see Spider-Man 2. Like, we're definitely going to see something in that regards. Um, we're probably going to see a little bit of the Wolverine, right? But the older IPs, I would like to see. I would. I would like to see these things, and only time can tell. I mean, we've gotten to this Thursday. Of course, I'll be in the office watching the full show, but over the weekend, we're going to be giving you guys our take. Uh, for the game, the game awards, Metal Gear Solid. I really do hope that this is happening with their remake. Only time can tell for sure uh, when it comes down to it. Game Awards, guys, it's coming, guys. It's coming really, really fast, and I cannot wait for it. So there you have it. That's going to be wrapping up our show here today. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this one. If you did, 
please remember please remember to leave a like comment and subscribe to the channel and as always uh if you're listening to the show on our audio platforms thank you so very much we really do appreciate it especially our big partners over at spotify stitcher podcast google Podcasts, and always our heard radio you guys are amazing over there making sure that we produce the, the right content for our audience so i gotta thank them uh for helping us distribute our show so that's gonna wrap it up here monday's podcast klp aftermath your host klp kennedy lucas as always i like to say stay safe Stay swanky. Peace. Aftermath. We shut it down on the studio. You, you, you're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. This is Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat. 94.6 E Radio Station.